0: Hi, welcome to episode forty of let's Talk Horses with me, Meg Parkinson. In this episode, I mean it's episode forty i'm pretty pretty stoked about that. pretty happy with that um but in this episode it's gonna be slightly different. It's going to be me talking a little bit more personally about what I've been doing with my own horse and how I feel that has like massively benefited everything within my riding and I just wanted to kind of give you a little peek inside of what's happening here on the farm um away from the gaze of social media so uh sit back grab yourself a coffee or whatever you're doing and I hope you find a little bit of nuggets of information that help you with where you are as well recently I the last competition I did were the Pet Plan Area Festival Championships which back in August now we're in mid-September um, and what's quite unlike me is I normally feel like I need a competition as this as this point in time to work towards to give me that little bit of motivation and determination and to, I don't know why whether it's probably unhealthy but that feeling of drive because I can very easily find reasons even though I absolutely love it to not ride and normally if I'm honest with you it's time and that kind of mother guilt thing of I should really be doing something else so I normally have a competition in the diary of like right that's where I'm going that's what I'm aiming for and that gives me focus but after the pet plans I took a bit of a reassess of where I was I read all the comments from the judges I looked back over my sheets but also just a general feeling within my own self that there were some real fundamental basics that weren't I wasn't happy with everything felt or certain things within our ride felt a bit challenging and I didn't want them to feel challenging I wanted them to feel smoother and I genuinely just felt there was this kind of missing piece of the puzzle but it didn't feel like a missing piece of the puzzle at the top it felt like there was something at those base levels that i'd kind of built something on wobbly ground and i had a good think to myself and thought what's the best pathway to take here so we've finished this competition season we're going into the winter season do i keep plowing on in that cycle of book a show, work towards a show, book another show, work towards a show, because I feel that that's what I need. Or do I take a breath and step back and say, okay, let's try and find this missing piece of the puzzle. And um, so I chose to take a step back. So I didn't book anything in, and I still haven't got anything in the diary. And I watched some of my videos back and I watched the bits that I really weren't happy with. And I really took them in. Um, I can be I find I can easily kind of watch the video and like slightly zone out of the bit that I'm not happy with because I just don't want to focus on it. But I was like, no, you're going to focus on it. You're going to criticise yourself in a in a healthy, positive kind of uh, analytical way that's going to improve you. And you're going to look up as if I was coaching myself. As I was someone else, in a loving way, but in a way that 's actually going to help you, and you 're going to look at what 's going wrong and ultimately, the feeling was that in my for me, there was something wrong with my um position, and it wasn 't something that was massively obvious from the outside, but for me, there was this real feeling of weakness in my deep core now, if you know my past last few years you will probably go of course of course you've got weakness in your deep core Megan of course and if you don't if you're just joining this journey now I'll really quick recap I had spinal surgery last year um 2021 it's now 2022 um and emergency spinal surgery and so obviously that was hugely invasive of my deep core muscles and previous to that um I slipped the disc uh nine months prior to the emergency spinal surgery so I had obviously back issues or pre-existing back issues from there and then previous to that I had given birth to my daughter so I had been pregnant and I didn't have a very active birth like a lot of people I suffered with HG I can't say the long word but basically vomiting for the whole of the pregnancy so I was very very uh for the first time in my life, I was um, suddenly quite uh, inactive. I've always been active. I've worked with horses all of my life and then also as a yoga teacher, so hugely active, hugely reliant on my body and i, I we fell pregnant and then, a month into my pregnancy, I uh, blew all of the tendons in my left knee. So all three tendons and ripped, shredded my cartilage. Uh, My surgeon was like, it's called the terrible triad or something. Ultimately, I completely messed up my left knee, which left me not only vomiting through my whole pregnancy, but also on crutches because I couldn't actually do anything with my left knee. We ended up having to have knee surgery whilst pregnant. I was seven and a half months pregnant and had to have knee surgery because I couldn't actually weight bear on that knee so I had a huge amount of body trauma because pregnancy is a body trauma uh, from from the year 2018 to the year of 2021 like every year I either had had surgery or given birth so Going from a hugely active body to a very stagnant body and constantly having to deal with injury meant that I lost a lot of muscle that I didn't even realise I had, if I'm honest with you. Because I had always been an active human, it was muscle that I hadn't actually consciously gone out to build. I always had a strong deep core because I had always ridden. I'm been riding since I was four years old and so therefore and I'd always done the horse care side and things so it wasn't like I had gone to the gym to purposely build up my core and I knew what muscles I had because I'd actually actively done that so it was quite a surprise to me actually what a body feels like without those muscles because I'd never luckily up until this point of in my 30s never had experienced that but suddenly I did experience that and um I had good bits where I suddenly felt a bit stronger and then of course I had another injury or another surgery and then had the recovery of that and ultimately I've been left with with all of that I've been left with obviously massive um rehab issues with my body and um and trauma in my body so I have a spinal cord injury now a low level spinal cord injury so I have lack of feeling through certain sides of my body and lack of feeling sensation through other parts of my body um, and also um, obviously unstableness through my knee joint so I have to use more muscle etc because they didn't repair the tendons, so I have absolutely no tendons in my left knee whatsoever <laughs> so uh yeah so there's a quite a lot going on in my body and that it has been like even just if you've given birth that would be enough to get to know your new body but obviously everything else on top of that which I ultimately has brought me to this stage of understanding rider biomechanics to the nth degree because I've had to learn everything but coming back to this summer what I did feel is like when I was starting to ride much stronger and a higher level again um we've built up to it was really starting to show up where there were some weaknesses in my position that I hadn't actually consciously worked on since all of this has happened. So against kind of my, I just want to keep going, um, I've taken some time out. I will just say the reason I have this like drive to keep going is because Um, Some of the unfortunate things that have also happened to me is I've lost quite a lot of my eyesight in the last year. It's been a really mad year, but since having, um, I had an autoimmune attack on my body last Easter, about the same time as my disc went, and um, I lost 95% of my eyesight. I gained back probably through horrific drugs. I've managed to gain back 75% but there's a big 25% of my eyesight is missing they don't know whether it's all going to disappear at some point so they're they're unsure of whether I will just wake up blind one day it's an illness that is known as NMO or neuromyelitis optica which basically is is an illness that attacks the brainstem the optical nerve sorry and the spinal cord so I've also lost sensation through that and um, so my body's been through quite a lot and, but because we've got this kind of unaware of what the future is going to bring kind of thing I f- there's this innate want to get as much done as possible now just in case type uh, energy so taking a step back when you don't know what's around the corner felt feels a little bit counterintuitive because it feels like no because I might I might not be able to do this again or I might not be able to do that again um but I did <laughs> because I think there there was a basically an obvious um thing to me that if I didn't go back in search of that missing puzzle piece of my riding of my core of my body I wouldn't be able to achieve what I dream of doing which is riding my hairy cob in my tail coat again because I haven't had my tail coat out for quite a few years and I'd love to be for her to be doing an advanced level um, dressage flipping her feathers around and showing the warm bloods that actually even the cobs can do it so um, that's my dream that's kind of like where I want to go and there's no way I would have done that if I didn't take this step back So this is for all of you out there that kind of know that there's something that needs to be worked on but are a bit worried about having to go back there. And I teach so many people that they come to me because they've got a certain problem and it takes a little while to kind of comprehend and come to terms with that actually to fix the problem that they really want to fix, we do have to kind of strip back some of those layers and rebuild some of those foundations it's a bit like if you were doing a build on a house and you were renovating a house and you realized that the foundations were um unstable you would have to underpin it you would have to rebuild those foundations you wouldn't just be able to like make the house look pretty on top it isn't going to last and that is that is really what it is like with riding even if you're struggling with things so mine was showing up in my half pass It was very, very clear to me that on one rain, I was having to ride ridiculously strong aids through my half pass to create it to happen compared to the other rain. And I have my horse sports massaged regularly. I have my tack checked. I have. The vet check her it was nothing to do with her she she was evenly muscled up evenly balanced completely so that was really a screaming light to me that something was going wrong with my position that was stopping this from happening it then um started to show up earlier on as my um back started to play up a little bit it started to show up through the counter transition and it just it was compounding. I felt that it was no longer something that I could just kind of shut my eyes to, even though I didn't want to. It was something that I really needed to focus on. And why am I telling you this? Because it's, I think it's a re- reality when we do have a positional issue that's creating an issue with our horse. The reality is that it does mean that we do have to maybe sometimes put on hold all of those, like, um those forward thinking forward progressing dreams and we need to go back and just double check everything is in the right order so this summer and it's only been a few months a month and a half it's not been very long i made the conscious kind of decision to strip back and instead of working on the higher level movements that we had been working on to come right down to the simple basics of how am i balancing my body what muscles am i using where are my quirks where are my fundamental kinks that are stopping this energy going through what's the difference between one reign and the other and i and i've spent a week so not just a session a week working on repatterning and remodeling my body in a way that i know is correct rather than kind of thinking oh that will do I want it to be absolutely bang on so I've been doing a lot of work off apple on the mat building up those deep core muscles understanding my body's alignment to an even deeper degree where I want to move through not brushing things aside not thinking that 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 will do thinking no it has to be correct so quite quite detailed and analytical of everything that I do And then moving that into the riding exactly the same. So being really clear with my goal of that ride and not kind of running before I can walk effectively. So even though we have the movements in our toolkit, not kind of getting ahead of ourselves, wanting to really come through the basics. And it's been amazing, utterly amazing because using my method and my tools and my process that I would use with other riders and with you guys I have put that completely into myself I've recorded every single ride as an audio lesson so effectively not only am I teaching myself but I'm able to teach you guys that are part of the members of the online riding club and I have stripped myself and been very clear on my methods of how I would if I was standing on the ground teaching myself how I would biomechanically teach myself and um, I can't tell you the difference in not only in the feel and my balance and my ability but in Apple's way of going but also in pain management I no longer have Because I've worked on the core strength, the deep deep core strength, not the abs, the the real important stuff, the spinal alignment, and because I've started to correct the way I'm moving in general, um, the pain that I was experiencing through back has pretty much disappeared. Um, I feel stronger, I'm able to lift my daughter, who, I mean she's tall, my husband's, giant so she's really tall as a three-year-old she's quite heavy but I can lift her up without worrying about that pain I have that strength and what is fascinating is and I speak to my friend who's into human biomechanics quite a lot and we both agree on this and the evidence is showing as well is once the body the body has kind of like a DNA memory of how it how it should and I hate the word should but how it should be how it should move. So um and when you finally kind of align everything in its biomechanical correct way, it's like a light bulb gets switched on in the body and the brain goes, This is right. And then it picks it up and it wants to do it more and more and more and more because it feels so much better. Even though it might be consciously harder to do because you're overriding rhythms and body patterns that have been years and years developed the feeling of the body when it kind of sets itself into the correct pattern of movement is just totally different and and that's also what's been really fascinating is how quickly you can pick things up and it's kind of a snowball effect um, when you get the body in the right place So, and that's the same with riding and it's also been the same with Apple. She has once, because I've then been able to correct myself there's been a few clunky moments of her going oh this feels different but then she's gone oh this feels easier so it's gone from different to easier and the whole thing has started to progress so much further to the point today and this is why I wanted to speak to you about it is I've just had one of the best rides of my life on her and the transitions we were getting were amazing those the the Areas that I was, fe- I was feeling that were really struggling would, had gone. The half passes were just even on both sides. And I think if I'm thinking about how many audio lessons, I think that's come in three weeks. I said six, but it's not. It's three weeks. Three solid weeks of training has taken us from this place where I felt like we were working really Um, I was not helping her to this place where we're suddenly feeling this kind of click of energy together and our spines are aligned and everything is coming through. Um, So actually, even though it felt like I was jumping off a cliff in the fact of saying, right, I'm going to just push everything back, I it's not taken that long at all when you actually really put your mind to it. So if you're a little bit kind of like, I know that there's something wrong with my position, but I, I'm just worried about disc, like um, take, dismantling it because I'm worried about how long it will ret- retake develop. It doesn't actually take that long when you put that focus into it. You, you And what's amazing is when you come out the other side, you think, why didn't i do that sooner how could i not done that sooner and you're not only helping your yourself within your riding you're obviously helping your horse but more than anything you will be helping your body function as a as a better moving human being so like for me just by putting this work in for my riding the being able to be a mum and pick my daughter up without pain and things like that has just been utterly incredible that um the switch through that so that's what we've been working on um through the summer and in balancing myself better in engaging that inner core in understanding how my body needs to move in better ways and finding that evenness like I say today she's moving the better and I'm so so excited for where I can see whereas when I was back in August I couldn't really see when I looked at the path it looked really kind of vague and could we get there I wanted us to get there and my want my determination was there but if I hadn't taken this step back where was what how could we have gone forwards and so this is also a little reminder that if you are having issues with a higher a level it might not be actually something to do with that it might be something to do with a simple foundational basic a fundamental basic that isn't programmed into you as much as you would hope and like me that was caused by injury and trauma to my body 10 years ago five years ago I wouldn't have had these body these body patterns I've had to work through five years ago they weren't there because that but because three four years ago I had traumatic incidences to my body I've had to then start to kind of find my way back through, so and it can be a simple thing like an ankle injury or a wrist injury. It doesn't have to be a back thing that changes the way your body moves and changes the way you balance yourself as a human, which will change the way you balance yourself as a rider so it's it's being aware of that where you and where you are right now. There is so much progression for where you can be, but it's understanding that you've got those fundamental basic bricks in place. You've got those foundations nice and sturdy and not just trying to kind of keep building on wobbly foundations and hoping that you'll get there because you will hit a certain point. Like I did, I hit a point where I was like, I can't go higher because this movement isn't correct. And unless I go back down and work that out there 's no way I can go up and If you can recognize that before you get to a point where you feel like you have to go back a million levels to get there, if you can recognize it right now when you are just starting out, then even better. but that sometimes is an easier place to start from than the place where you feel like there 's a lot to lose if you change it all right now but It's all about developing forwards and thinking forwards and knowing that you will be in a better position to move through if you get those fundamental foundations correct right from the start. So that's just a little bit of personal note of what's going on behind the scenes with me and my riding and actually just like how much I believe in the work that I do because I do it for myself as well it 's not something that I um preach to everyone else and then just go off and ignore every ride is focused on it, and more so now than ever before because I'm coming from that place of unbalance and wonkiness that so many people are through i mean we 're horsey we have injuries whether they're horse-related injuries or just because our body's so bloody (laughs) knackered, which I think mine was in the end, um, it just starts to fall apart. Um, And I know I have a lot of you listening that have injuries or illnesses or difficulties in your movement, and um, what I want to tell you is, so do I. Like, I'm not preaching this from a place of a body of um, Adonis. (laughs) It has a lot of things wrong with it. It's got a lot of diagnoses and it clunks around quite a lot. But you can still get that amazing feeling as you start to find that pattern of alignment that's correct for you. And it doesn't mean that you have to absolutely kill yourself. If I'm going to be honest with you, I am working a lot less now, riding in a balanced way than I ever was even five weeks ago when I was riding in an imbalanced way today I had to use very little aid I had to use very little leg I had to use very little rein I just and I had to I just I just sat there (laughs) and yes of course I did things but compared to what I was doing where I was like really having to like I'd come out I came out of a few dressage tests Thinking like I actually need recess. I need so, and whereas today I was talking, teaching, obviously, whilst I was cantering and trotting and talking. And, and there was no, no, none of that energy. So if you're really struggling, if you're working really hard when you're riding, if you're thinking that you're at your edge all of the time, take a moment and think, what am I doing here that's making this hard work? Because I promise you, that when your body aligns and your horse's body aligns and you come together, you will find that it becomes a lot easier. You do a lot less. You have a lot less kinks in your hose and that energy can flow through. So just a few things to really think about there. Um, and hopefully, if you're following along with my audio lessons, you're already working on those things. But it's just a little reminder from me that. What we do with ourselves has a dramatic effect on our horses and also um, on our own self-esteem and feeling of strength and control. And if we can just put that little bit of time into ourselves and take that focus away from maybe um, the bigger, like higher goals and just come back to the basics, then those higher goals will get a lot closer. Because I believe now the way from pressing pause on chasing... And coming back and enjoy looking at that process and really focusing on that process, I can now see those goals that I want, that dream of working in advance, that having my tailcoat on feels so much closer to me than they did four weeks ago, five weeks ago. They feel like we could achieve it. If we keep working along these same lines. So if you feel a little bit, this is for the people that feel a little bit like I'm not sure we're going in the right direction or I feel like I'm having to use more aid than I want to or I feel like there's just some sort of disconnect um this is for you to say that just take that time and have a look and i promise you if you find those things that you can work on then they will make a huge difference and they will be totally worth it reach out if that's you i'm always here to chat to and work things through and bounce ideas off of um if you and it might not be anything to do with competition it just might be that like my friend she was like my dream is just to be able to use my leg aid without lifting my heel up and that and you know what? If that's that, if that's the focus, that's the focus. My focus now is to get a rain back without having to move my body too much. So it's just breaking it right down. I think Charlie Unwin talks about it as like. I always remember going to one of his talks, he's a sports psychologist and he was like, you have your big dream at the, top of the, of, at the top of the, like if you think about like a family tree, you have the big dream at the top and then you break it down, what's going to create those big dreams and it comes down to those simple things of, I just want to get a can to transition without having to use my leg twice. Or I just want to get a cancer transition without my body falling forwards. Or I just want to use my leg aid without my heel lifting up. Do you know all of that real basic stuff? Have a list and I'm going to sit today and and reassess because I've ticked some things off my list. Now look and go, right, I want to do that. and I want to do that. and I want to do that. And then I spend a week every day focusing on that whether that's in the arena or out on hacks that's just that focus for a week and if we need to carry it over to another week we carry it over to another week but ultimately everything is about that achieving that what is going to come together to achieve that and if you can break it down to those simple terms that big dream that you have gets a lot closer I promise you um anyway I'm going to let you go because I'm aware that that's half an hour of me waffling Um, But hopefully that little bit of waffle um, for this episode 40 is um, is going to help you kind of like get your brain around a few things. For those of you that may have this might be your first episode, there's some proper biomechanical stuff beforehand. So go back and from the next uh, next episode we'll be back to biomechanical things again. So um, thanks for bearing with me, and I hope you're having a lovely um week and enjoying your four-legged friends as much as i am um if you have listened and it's got something sparking just reach out to me on instagram that's where i kind of hang out most of the time um, meg parkinson equestrian underscore equestrian underscore coach I have to think about my handle um, or send me shoot me an email if you are interested in those audio lessons then we have the online writing club which i think i speak about in the outro of this and also just a little reminder for those of you um, i'm doing my wednesday winter webinars and this week is Horse Mind, Human Mind. So it's all about how we relate with our horses. And then two weeks time is our second biomechanical one. So go and check them out on the website. Um, But I'll love you and leave you for now. And I will see you next time. Hi, me again. Just a little reminder that if you enjoy my content and want to learn more, join my community, and basically further your knowledge in both horses and your own rider position, I have opened the doors to my new online riding club. And you can get involved too. For 15 pounds a month, you can have access to so much information teachings lessons from equistretch sessions through to our um, private podcast schooling ideas audio lessons and so so much more so the link is in the show notes um head over there and i'd love to see you as part of the community